The Minnesota State Fair is a lot, a lot of noise, a lot of people. For some people, a lot is just way too much. But this year, for the first time, the State Fair is taking steps to truly be the great Minnesota get-together for everyone. Is there someone in your family who feels overwhelmed by all the sights, sounds, and smells at the State Fair? This year, there's a less stimulating day just for them. Plan to visit on Monday, August 28th. On the Kidway from 9 to 11, and on the Mighty Midway from 10 to noon, lights and noises will be minimized. The flashing and beeping and loud music on the rides, games, and other attractions will be turned way down or turned off completely. Less will be more for those with sensory processing sensitivities. So get in on the fun at the State Fair. Moms, dads, caregivers, take note. That's Monday, August 28th from 9 to noon. See you there. The best healthcare is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a healthcare partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025 making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits, so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers and young people navigating the world and its challenges here's your host brandon jones greetings everybody and welcome back to another installment of it is not your fault a teen mental health podcast i am your host brandon jones and on today's episode we are going to talk about a new phenomenon that may have some of us scratching our heads this new phenomenon is called bed rotting bed rotting not the best choice of words i must admit <laughs> i didn't come up with this term but it was brought to my attention so we're going to talk about it and talk about what this thing is what's happening is it good is it bad what should parents caregivers and young people do about it because that's what we do here and it is not your fault a team mental health podcast so bed rotting bed rotting if you haven't heard of this new phenomenon you uh oh let me enlighten you i should say and introduce you to this new phenomenon today so uh it comes from i came i've heard of this i've I've actually seen a little bit of this on tiktok but this article came out and a lot of people are talking about it so we're going to share it here so the article is entitled experts warn 
about bed rotting trend. Okay, this was published here in August of 2023. So it says, it may sound like a painful medical condition, but the TikTok trend of bed rotting is actually a form of self-care. The practice involves spending a day in bed, scrolling through social media, binging, so streams, streaming one's favorite shows, sleeping and doing nothing but relaxing activities. Then they quote a TikToker and they say, Younger generations are really embracing this concept of soft living, being able to live in a more living a more stress free life. Which shows so then they talk about this video that shows someone demonstrating what this bed rotting trend looks like. And it says it shows a young woman in a gray sweater lying in bed, a collacoil cat knitting her back, and it uh and it's time. And it's time with yourself and your loved ones in bed, and it's intentional. So we are definitely for it. Now, this may sound like what my grandmother would say, boy, get off your lazy butt and do something today. Get out of that bed. You know, there are families where you cannot be in bed all day. In my family, we don't necessarily encourage people being in bed for extreme long periods of time, especially on like the weekends. Uh, unless you're not feeling well, or maybe you need to take a nap or something, it's a little different. But this trend is really got people scratching their head. I'm scratching my head a little bit here too. So as I'm talking through this, and I'm going to give some strategies and tips on how I would deal with this, I want to encourage you all to share this with your friends, share this with the young people in your life. Young people, share this with the people that you care about and figure out, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because they're propositioning this as a self-care technique. But it's called bed rotting. Now, I don't know many things in life that you let rot as a good thing. So this is an interesting phenomenon. Now, why is it interesting? Why is it a head scratcher? Well, for the most part, we've always encouraged folks to not fully divest and fully um, engage in screens and not getting out of bed, not moving your body and just blindly just streaming through things over and over and over again but that's what this trend is saying do it it's going to make you feel better it's going to make you have a soft life that was a key term that was shared here and a stress-free life as well so the article continues on what experts say the practice is more complicated than that however so bed riding can become a problem if you're doing it in the context of avoiding something or you feel like you are not physically or emotionally able to get out of bed. That's from a PhD child psychologist, Emily Mudd, Dr. Emily Mudd, and she's out of the Cleveland Clinic uh, Children's um, Department. So this is a you know a major medical uh, clinic. The Cleveland Clinic is very well worldwidely known, and this is from Dr. Emily Mudd, and she says, well. This can be problematic if folks can't get out of bed because they're avoiding doing the things that they need to do, like go to school, go to work, get your homework done, doing your chores, exercising, um, meeting family and friends, having fun. That might not be bed riding. That may look more like depression. Sometimes that could even show up like anxiety. So we have to be very careful with this bed riding thing. Uh, she continues on. She says, for example, if you're staying in bed because you're anxious about something or you're doing it to avoid a social interaction, that's problematic. And I would agree 100 percent. 
we I I hope that this trend is just one of those things that comes and goes and it doesn't become a staple of what young people are going to be doing or experiencing because this is going to make it really hard for parents caregivers and sometimes even individuals themselves to determine am I really going through a mental health situation or emotional health situation or am I just participating in this trend because I want to have a day off and I want to just scroll on my phone watch Netflix or Hulu not get out of bed you know order DoorDash and get only get out of bed to you know grab some food and use the bathroom I don't know about this I think that it's important for folks to take a day off. I think it's important for people to, to utilize what we call mental health days. And I think that it's important that when we do these things, we do take moments and times to rest our body. But I don't think that an overcompensation that is healthy. And I think that's where Dr. Uh, Mudd is going with this as well. It's not healthy for folks to just overindulge in laying in bed. It's not a, you got to get your body up moving. And it's not just... For the physical elements, but when you get your body moving, it gets your brain moving as well, and you, your organs get to going as well. So there, there are physical components, but there's also psychological components to this as well. And even the term bread rotting, like why would you want to participate in something that is labeled rotting? Um, that means that it's like wasting away, it's decaying, it's not functioning, or it's not giving away the value that it once had. And I would hate for any young person in my life to associate themselves with something that is rotting. We want our kids to be thriving. We want them to be developing, growing, moving forward in life. And things can get hard and you do need to take time for yourself, but you don't want things, you don't want your time to be rotting away. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute, but first. If you're looking for business advice, everyone's got an opinion, an angle a surefire five-step plan. But if you want to know whether any of it actually makes sense for your business, who do you turn to? Work with a banker who understands your business goals and how a strong banking relationship can help you achieve them. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org Everybody has a few things lying around that seem like trash but aren't right for the garbage bin either. Ramsey County is here to help. So if it's that pile of branches, those leftover food scraps, that stack of paint cans, or that old TV, Ramsey County makes it easy to drop off items like these and more without a lot of extra work. Free of charge. Learn what items you can dispose of and wear at RamseyRecycles.com. Because in Ramsey County, recycling is for everyone. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at GeneralMills.com forward slash racial equity. So let's take let's take another dive into the article here. So Mud, Dr. Mud, recognized that the feeling seamlessly endless pressure to be productive can overwhelm people, especially kids, and said that it can be a good thing to take a day off and to get one to give one's body and mind to rest. Now again, so me and Dr. Mud, we're on the same page with this. It is important for folks to take some time off. It's important for folks to give themselves some body some rest. But if you're doing that for six to eight hours, multiple days, that's different. 
that may be a mental or emotional health concern or issue. And also, I think that there's other solutions to coping, right? Our bed doesn't have to be the main place of coping, but a bed is very secure, it's very comfortable. Uh, it can, it you know, beds typically hold a temperature, so your body can cool off or it can warm up, which also sends sensations through your brain. You know, for some people, when they hit that bed, that they, they get a little dopamine rush, right? It's, it's like, wow, I finally get to lay down. Ugh, my day's over. You get a little, little sight, a little adrenaline. Sometimes that can happen as well. So it's important to understand why the bed's important, you know, why the bed has an impact on your mood. But I don't know. I want to caution folks. I don't know if if staying in that bed for an extended amount of time where you're not just getting your adequate sleep is a good thing. So Dr. Mudd in the article continues. And, you know, they start to ask questions about social isolation, uh, the risk factors of developing depression or anxiety around this concept, which all things I think could be um, definitely ripple effects of this concept of bed rotting. But Dr. Mudd continues. And Dr. Mudd says, if you're a parent or your child has been spending significant periods of time that is raising for concern, that is a rise for concern. Children have social, developmental, and emotional needs that cannot be met by just being solitary in bed. They have the, they have they have activity-based needs, like being with peers and academic learning. Although rest is important, these activities are critical for social, emotional, and cognitive development. I'm right there with Dr. Mudd. You cannot just sit in bed scrolling aimlessly on your phone watching episode after episode after episode or having headphones on and listening to music un, you know, uncontrollably or whatever. You have to physically get up, get out and get some activity. This is important for the development of all people, but especially for adolescents because your brain activity is in a space where it needs that level of engagement. Your cognitive function ability needs a level of engagement. Your social development needs a level of engagement. Your emotional health, your emotional development also needs that level of engagement. So it's important for us not to get stuck into this trend that can ultimately have, um, I don't want to say damaging impact, but it can have a lasting impact on someone's um, emotional well-being if they're not if they're utilizing this, if they're over-consuming in this concept of bed rotting. So I want to encourage you all, I want to encourage you parents, you caregivers, and you young people, that if you're showing symptoms of this bed rotting, let's say you try it because it's fun, you want to TikTok about it or put it on YouTube, sure. But if you're doing this, and it's day three of you doing this, or day five of you doing this, or day 12 of you doing this, this is not a trend anymore at that point. This is a cause for concern. And if you're a parent or a caregiver and you notice your child's not getting out of bed, but they're keeping that phone charged up or that device charged up or that video game charged up, and they're just playing and engaging and not coming out of their room, they're not eating dinner with the family, they're not going outside, they're not bathing themselves, they're not brushing their teeth, they're not dating, they're not going to work, they're not going to school. They're just on the game, on the phone, on the device. That is not bed rotting. That is slipping into a mental health condition. Now, what mental health condition could that be? It depends. You'll need to see a professional to determine 
if it's what you know if they do a diagnostic what's called a diagnostic assessment to determine what the issue may be but we do know the criteria for many things especially depression and anxiety is when the symptomology when the symptoms have continued for long periods of time that is an indicator that a mental health diagnosis may be present within the young person who you're engaging with. So I say this to one, raise uh, the awareness of this concept of bed rotting. Seems like it's going viral. It sounds awful. Uh, to share this with parents and caregivers so that they're paying attention to what's happening in the young person in their life, uh, how they're engaging. And also for folks like, um, for young people, to warn you that this sounds like you can flip the script and make it sound good like oh i'm taking care of myself but if you do this for more than one day and this is a continuous thing you're not taking care of yourself at that point something else is going on so you might want to reach out you might want to let someone know that hey i'm not really feeling it i'm socially isolating i'm just watching episode after episode or playing video game after video game or just on my phone mindlessly scrolling and I should do something about it. Don't be afraid to reach out and touch someone. If you have a friend and you know this is what they've been doing, like they stop hanging out, they stop coming around, they're not coming to school, but you see them you know, live on, on, on any social media platform, you see that they're active online, say something. Hey, come meet me at the park. Can I come over? Let's talk. Don't be afraid to support your friends. Sometimes that peer support can be just what someone needs. I'm a little concerned about this one, folks. The energy is a little different for today's podcast because this is a little scary for me. I don't like the title. I think bed rotting is a concerning title. And I don't like the flip and the spin on it being a um, self-care tool. I, don't, I mean, it goes against everything we've been saying over the years of how this these things are not good and we need to have better cognitive, emotional, and social development. But if you're encouraging young people to just sit in bed and binge on social media all day and stream their favorite shows and just sleep, we're in bad, bad condition. So I'll keep my eye out on this trend and others. And I'll always like to bring these things here on It's Not Your Fault podcast so that you know what's going on. I'm your host once again, Brandon Jones. And if you want to get connected with me, there are three ways that you can do that. The first way is on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. That is ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Or you can check me out at my own personal website. That's www.jegna. That's jegna.org. Jegna.org. And then the third place is where I share tips, and I'll share this article. It's in our Facebook group. It is not your fault podcast. That's all you got to search. You can find us on Facebook to be connected, where we have tips, articles like this, and each podcast episode posted. Thank you for checking us out. We'll be back again shortly to inform you, the parent, the caregiver, the youth worker, the young person, and the people that care about young people on another episode. Take care of yourself. Peace. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. 
They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with Acra's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among Acra clients, Acra offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. Summers are a great time to park it. So take time to make time in your glorious Minneapolis parks. Now when you enjoy your beaches and lakes, piers and playgrounds, trails and paths, you can also stroll through the Minneapolis park markets. Now through the end of August, there's a park market every Friday evening at Minnehaha Regional Park. And there's a park market every Sunday afternoon and evening at Lake Harriet. Meet local artisans and small business owners selling unique goods and handcrafted items created right here for you. And with every park market, there's always live local music, too. August is Black Business Month, so be sure to support the park market vendors of color. Park markets, one more reason to park it in your Minneapolis parks. To find locations and hours, go to MinneapolisParks.org, then click on Activities and Events and look for Park Markets. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. Did someone you've spent time with recently come down with COVID-19? Or have you been under the weather yourself? Then it's a good idea to test for the virus. When you take the simple nasal swab test, you'll get results in just 15 minutes. And these rapid antigen tests are available for free. You take this test privately at home, so no lab drop-off is required. Find out how your family can get your free at home test right here in Minnesota. Go to SayYesHomeTest.org to learn all about it. That's SayYesHomeTest.org. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. 
You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.